Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media. I am Bob McGee. Today I'm here in New York City speaking with Bruce Casanave, the CEO of fitness company Nautilus. The Vancouver, Washington company was recently ranked 23rd on the fastest growing companies list published by Fortune magazine in August. Good afternoon, Bruce, and let's get started. First, can you discuss the success rate and importance of the Boatflex Max Trainer to Nautilus? It was a big top line contributed to your direct segment business in the second quarter. When was the product first available to consumers? How have they responded to it? And how will the product evolve in the months ahead? And, and also, how about the target audience for the product and how and has it widened since its introduction? Yeah, uh, thanks, Bob. Um, Max was first introduced in January of 2014, so we're going on about our seventh quarter of sales. Um, the product since its inception has exceeded our expectations in terms of demand, um, and we're continuing to build more supply chain capabilities in order to satisfy the demand going forward. Um, it's been one of the key drivers for our uh, overall company growth over the last, uh, you know, really, yeah, since it's been introduced. Year to date, uh, our revenues are up almost 30%, and uh, in the direct consumer business, it's even more than that. Um, so I would say that um, in terms of uh, the product and what's driving the success of the product is um, we're really hitting on a key message that's important to consumers today, which is uh, the, the need for, to be able to work out and have a successful workout in a minimal amount of time. So the message is you can achieve a tremendous calorie burn and workout in 14 minutes. And so that's really via the high-intensity interval training kind of modality that Max provides. I think that's one key thing. The second key thing is the industrial design of the product is very appealing. The footprint is like half the size or length of an elliptical, which also is very appealing to some people. And uh, and the engagement of the, 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 the way the console works, almost like an RPM needle, and the tracking capability is really very appealing. So I think we hit on a lot of key hot points that is in demand right now with consumers. Okay, very good. Uh, now let's turn to the retail segment of Nautilus, which enjoyed 10% sales growth, growth in the second quarter. Can you discuss where and how your company has been able to gain additional floor space in retail channels? And has it been a difficult task given cutbacks in floor space dedicated to fitness equipment in recent years by some large sporting good chains? And how are, how are Nautilus cardio products helping the company gain more traction in retail? Yeah, I think um, there's no question that there's been a realignment or uh, the footprint within existing uh, some of the, the sports chains, if you say bricks and mortars, part of their business, in particular in terms of rationalizing the space they're allocating to fitness equipment. Um, but I would say that it really hasn't in, um, inhibiting us from growing our retail business significantly since the latter part of 2013. I think that if with innovative product, particularly what we've done from what we call the neck up of our product connectivity, engagement, and so forth, uh, combined obviously with quality from the neck down and so forth, and performance 
performance, smoothness, et cetera. Um, with that kind of combination, it's allowed us to increase what we call our skew doors, which means how many skews we have and how many doors across the bricks and mortars of the world. So um, it's been building uh, year over year since 2013, and we have more this year than we had last fall. So we're continuing to bring innovation, and that's allowing us, even with a smaller footprint that these retailers have, uh, although we think that's stabilized now over the last two years, so they'll kind of run with what they have today. Um, but we're taking a, a, a increased share of that footprint that's available today. I see. Um, and also, Nautilus seems to be gaining some traction in the strength category uh, as well for the first time in some time. What do you attribute that to? Um, is it new innovations such as your Bullflex Select Tech dumbbell? Well, the Bowflex, the new Bowflex Select Tech dumbbell, which is called the 560, is actually not going to be available till later this year. Okay, so most of our uh, strength growth recently has been through our existing products, uh, both the home gyms and the existing Select Tech dumbbells, which are kind of the Cadillac of the industry, very successful for seven years running now. We're just taking an, an additional step by bringing smart technology to the existing select tech dumbbells and that's what we'll be introducing later this year okay and uh, what about the uh, issue of r&d to nautilus um how important is it in offering new innovation to your customers and integration of smart technology you just mentioned uh, into your products uh, it's, it's extremely important. We consider it kind of a lifeblood of our company. Um, in fact, to the point of we've probably tripled our R&D spend. Uh, that means engineers, apps, etc., cetera, uh, both in the U.S. and in Asia um, uh, over the last three years, our spend. Okay, um, And we just recently opened a a 50,000 square foot uh, innovation center uh, in May of this year, and that's where we house our lab, our consumer insights function, which is very critical, um, all the engineers, electrical, mechanical, etc. So it's a big investment for our company, and we believe it's really needed in order to keep in front of what the emerging needs of the consumers are out there. Okay. Um, and Nautilus disclosed during its second quarter conference call recently that 15% of, of the period's online sales came from mobile devices. Uh, do you expect that percentage to increase, and if so, why? Yeah, it's actually a very surprising number to a lot of people when we talk about that um, because, uh, you know, when you think about the fact that most of our products that we sell direct to consumer are sold for $1,000 or well over $1,000, and for somebody to buy a product like that uh, on their mobile device is someone says, okay, well, maybe I could buy some clothing or some, you know, uh, you know commodity type of items, you know, but to spend several thousand on a, on, a, on your smartphone, that's that's uh, you know out there, and it's growing significantly. It was uh, we've publicly stated about fifteen percent of our uh, of our direct business, uh, and our, I should say our e-commerce business, and so um, it's, it's probably going to grow. Um, and obviously, it, you have to make it easy for people to be able to see the product and understand what it's all about. And certainly, we offer access to you know our, sell, our sales force. You can call on the phone and get more information if you want. But we think that mobile is going to continue to be a bigger part of our business going forward. Okay. 
And so finally here today, let's talk uh, just a couple of questions, uh, a little bit uh, about the broader fitness segment and where do you think it's first, where do you think it's headed in the next five years? Um, we're very optimistic about the future of fitness um, and wellness in general. Um, there's so many positive uh, psychographics uh, segments or th- trends that are happening right now. Every- everything from you know aging baby boomers who want to become more active uh, later in life and so forth to the young millennials that are getting into the category and so forth and everybody in between. Obesity obviously is something everybody's finding at all ages including the youth. So there's a significant number of, I'd say, tailwinds that we have going for the fitness and wellness industry. Um, I think that people are starting to realize that, you know, fitness is attainable and their health is attainable and so forth. And that's part of what we try to do is to bring products and make them aware that, hey, you can do this kind of a thing. If you have an aspiration for some kind of improvement in terms of your health and wellness, then we have some of the products that can help you get achieve your goals. Okay. And just one last question about that area. Uh, how much responsibility do you think fitness companies like Nautilus have in reaching out to this audience, uh, the, the broader consumer audience, about getting fit? Or, or do you think it's going to take a, a larger effort by the, all of society to get everyone moving again? Well, I think it's definitely the the broader the better. I think um, all of the folks in the fitness industry are trying in different ways to um, to bring uh, pe- make people aware of the products and obviously and what it can do and the benefits that you can achieve. Now, even corporations are investing more than ever on health because of healthcare costs uh, in their employees to encourage them to you know on nutrition, fitness, etc. So I think there's a lot of good groundwork underway um, that's going to basically elevate the level of awareness and, 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 and interest, I think, in fitness going forward. So um, I think it speaks well to those folks that are selling into the commercial space in terms of the gyms, to everyone, to the, to the home, to the wearables. So I think I think there's just a lot of good things happening in terms of, um, you know, again, those tailwinds I mentioned. Okay, very good. Well, thank you for your insights today, Mr. Casanave. You've been listening to Inside the Lab at Formula 4 Media, and this is Bob McGee.